Welcome to the Voyage ATL podcast, where we interview and feature the brightest and most inspiring entrepreneurs from in and around the Atlanta area. Our host, Madison, is hosting a panel with a few of our content partners, and content partners help Voyage in so many ways, from sponsoring our mission to spreading the word about the work that we do and collaborating with us on content like this. And so with no further ado, here's Madison. Hi, everyone. My name is Madison. I am stoked to be back with another episode of our Voyage podcast, talking about building and growing a successful business online in 2023. I have three extremely talented entrepreneurs who are very familiar with the digital space, and I would love to to kick us off with some introductions. My name is Chelsea Guevara. I am from Atlanta, Georgia, and I started a cookie company called Mini Me Confections. I create decorated 3D character cookies. Amazing. Uh, so also interactive DIY kits, live classes, um, and that is really what I do. So I built a kitchen into my home and I ship cookies all over the world. That's incredible. Awesome. My name is Portia London Spencer and I'm based out of Chicago. I have a digital marketing agency called Couture Branding Suite. It was actually birthed from my love of fashion. I worked in the fashion industry for about 10 years or so. And from there, um, one of my clients started um, asking me to manage her social media. From there, she recommended me to other people. And um, I got to work from, for some amazing companies, both big and small. But um, I eventually launched my agency and we offer um, an exclusive package called D2P and P2D because I found that um, usually people are really good in a digital space, the D, or they're really good in person um, or they need help kind of making that connection and bridging the gap. Wonderful. Awesome. My name is Charmaine Gibbs-West. I'm the founder and CEO of Essence Tree. Essence Tree is a holistic beauty and lifestyle brand. We offer um, amazing uh, superfood, plant-powered, I love to say, uh, hair and skincare products that we sell to Whole Foods and other uh, places. We also sell them online. Um, But probably the more exciting part is that we love to work with our community. So we love to do holistic Um, education, wellness events, coaching, and mentorship too. Incredible. Well, let's, let's jump right in. How did you each develop your own personal brand? We've got three really different and unique niche markets here, but the theme is entrepreneurship and online businesses. So walk me through your personal brand journey. Whoever wants to go first, by all means, I guess I'll start this time. Yeah, Um, go for it. So... My personal brand was actually kind of the gateway to my entrepreneurship. Um, There's so many people who do what I do. There's so many brand strategists and content creators and such. But I think what really separates my agency from someone else is that you get an exclusive experience when you work with someone that you kind of like mesh with. And that's kind of Mm -hmm. become the bread and butter of my organization. I'm naturally nice. Um, I've been told that I'm the embodiment of sunshine, (laughs) but I'm also very logical and rational. So like I get my clients results and help them see things from a different perspective. And so like my personal brand, which is just my personality, which I I teach people as well. um, Cause your personal brand is not like brand colors because everyone has pink in their brand. So how is that your brand? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. um, (laughs) My brand is myself. And so like, I'm the person who takes the initial consultations with every client that comes through. I'm the person who's doing the vetting process for the people that I hire. And so I am 
the infused and embodiment of, of my business in and of itself. And as I grow and become a better business person, a better person in general, my brand and my company continues to grow with me. Yeah. Love that. Well said. It's awesome. Uh, for me, I, I think I believe very strongly as a woman owned business and, and, and being heart led. And I know for me, I started out organically by making products. And a lot of people have similar stories, but mine was like, instead of being farm to table, mine was like table to farm. I started out working at a Wall Street company and came over to move into a farm in the South. Um, and, and so one of the things I started off doing was working with women and I had just turned plant-based and, and really loved having that dialogue and teaching other women how to embrace other holistic healing methods and, and different lifestyles to sort of improve their mental, physical, spiritual health. And then I was making these amazing products, but what I thought was amazing, but yeah. I would get them to try them out and, and things like that. So it, it started very organically, but I think by starting with women and, and, and their health and wellness at the core of it, I carried that along once I started to take my products more commercial. Like we're always going to have a part of it that's based on my why, which is yes. making sure women are well. And that's, that. that's how it's worked out for us. That's amazing. Awesome. So mine is a little bit similar to Porsche's. I felt like I am really the face of my business. How I monetize my business mostly is like I said, I live stream my process, anything from the making of my product, the cookies, how did I make my cookie room? Where do I shop for cookie cutter? You know, all of the things. And I like to get a very personal relationship, like honestly, with my customers and just anyone who enjoys being themselves, doing what they love. Um, and I think that is where my brand kind of really, because for me, it's just what I like to do. It's what I am passionate about. And I did it, you know, um, a big part of what I like to inspire women to do is young moms, single moms. That is a part of my life where I was at when I started this business. And so for me, it's always important to show not even just single moms, but other young women who maybe like don't have what they're doing with their life or they're unsure about themselves that you can always find something that you're passionate about, that you love, that you can put work and dedication into, and you can make something of yourself or of your passion um, from really any point of your life. And so that's kind of where I like to start with people. <laughs> Amazing. Well, let's talk about the difficult side of entrepreneurship. What struggles have you each faced as an entrepreneur and how were you able to overcome them? I guess I will go first. For me as an entrepreneur, I, I'm sure like a lot of others, I didn't have any experience. Um, this really started as a hobby. I think a lot of people have like a long-term dream and it, you know, like they, I, I did not have that. I didn't know I was going to be a baker. I didn't go to culinary school or anything like that. I was completely um, self-taught. If I didn't know how to do something, I found a YouTube video or I found someone on Instagram who knew how to do it. And that is literally how I did every like new design, a new technique. And that's just how I learned. So for me, I feel like if I maybe could have taken some easier steps and had the ability to take a class before, like I definitely could have and it would help, I think. 
Um, If I was suggesting to someone else to do it that way. However, I do for me, self-teaching worked really well. And you had a lot of trial and error immediately. You, you find things out that you don't know or that you need to practice. um, I think faster. So for me, that is what was hard and it did take time and it felt longer, but the payoff seems, um, even greater just because I know how hard I worked to learn everything that I do know. Yeah. I love that. Um, I'll go next. For me, it comes down to imposter syndrome. There's so many people who do what I do. um, And I get the ads for it. Even when I'm on like my personal social media, like I know. And so like, it can be very difficult sometimes not to compare yourself to other success. But what has helped me with that is just, I strive to scale with integrity. So like there's, I could manipulate people and have a thousand courses and a million dollars here and, you know, be making six figures, which I hope to do one day, but I want to do it from an integral standpoint. Um, Mm -hmm. So like I'm always educating myself on like what's going on with the industry because digital marketing moves so fast because so much of it is social media and changing. And so I have to keep myself educated and I could never like in good conscience, like charge someone for something that I didn't feel like was going to be beneficial. And then also um, sometimes people will sign up for something and you don't always know their their level of experience. So, you know, just the vetting process and really being able to like tell myself that I know that I know what I know, even in an industry that's moving fast. So it's like, okay. I'm really good at this just because I'm not great at this part of it doesn't mean I can't one outsource or two learn how to do it. But I think also it's just important to know that like, you're not going to be great at everything. That's why you build out a team and, you know, yeah. work with other people. because if you focus on what you're not great at and what's not working, then that imposter syndrome will really start to set in and can put oh, in yeah. insecurities that should have never taken place. Yeah. Absolutely. And for me, I think the what comes up for me is having a beauty business is just how expensive it is <laughs> to run yeah. a beauty business. So oh, when I, I can't even imagine. Through, yeah. And when it's just you, it, it's just you. And if you want to stay at the Happy Crafter, which I did for a minute, it was very beautiful. But once you get a team and once you get machinery and everything, so I feel like, whoa, like, that's my, it's not so much the the difficulty now because it's like, I'm starting to sit with it, but that's like the, the wall that you hit. Mm, Like it's, it's, it's very expensive. So you have to just sort of be, have the stomach, I guess, for, for different of these hardships and entrepreneurship for sure, but going into debt uh, in different ways, whether it's personal, whatever, whatever ways. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well said. Well, my next question what sets your business apart from others in the industry? I, it sounds like you all are, are definitely thought leaders in your own respective ways. And really, you know, you're, you're doing something right because you're obviously here today speaking about your passions. What sets you apart? What makes you special? I'll go first. <laughs> I kind of mentioned this in my intro a little bit, but um, like this is my 10 year anniversary. Um, I started in 2013 with my first client. So um, I, it's taken me a decade to figure out that this is my point of differentiation, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I talked about D2P and P2D, which is um, a reference to B2C and C2B business to business, business to consumer. And so D2P is digital to personal and personal, personal to digital. 
So like I found that most people are either really great in the digital space. They do the professional photo shoot and they hire someone to manage their social media. But then it's time for them to go to an event and they don't have an elevator pitch. They don't know what to wear. They're timid. They don't know how to talk to people. And so I help them cultivate a of the same energy that I always say, keep that same energy, the same yeah. energy that they have <laughs> um, on- online, help them yeah. bring that to the in-person so they can go into, you know, meetings or what have you confidently because nothing disappoints a client or a potential customer more than when they see one thing online and then they meet you in person and that same, you know, they're disappointed in what they're, Ugh, what they get. Yeah. And the same for the reverse. Like there's people who are really great, can work a room like nobody's business, but you go to their social media and there's like four blurry selfies from like 2011 with the Mayfell filter and like, no. like I just I'm just like no you're this amazing great person like I meet people at events all the time and I tell them what I do and then I look at their social and I'm like please schedule a consultation <laughs> let, like, let me help help me help you <laughs> help me help you because this is not an accurate depiction of the person that like I'm seeing now so right. Um, that's like the exclusive service that my company offers. And it brings me so much joy because a lot of people don't even make that connection. They hear like branding and their, their mind instantly goes to like brand colors or like just social media or like, let me do a photo shoot. And it's all of those fun things, but it's also like the tone of voice that you use in a caption or like I said, the colors that you choose to wear. Oh Yeah. Like all of these nonverbal communications speak so much louder than people realize. Absolutely. So for me, I think mine is the personal connection. I genuinely feel like I help people. Like I am a part of people's celebrations because I do get to know a lot of like a customer base on first name base. Now, not everyone. It's a lot, a lot of names to remember, but I do get to know, especially like repeat customers and get to know their kids. I have kids. Oh, they're the same age. And I feel like, um, you know, like she's talking about social media and everyone has their look and their vibe. And a lot of people do like to stick to that. Like there's a lot of cookiers that I only do neutral palettes or I only do pastels. I cater completely to my customer. Like if you want me to make a cookie with cotton candy on top of it and sprinkles that pop out when you break it open. Like I will do it. And I don't care if it matches my Instagram vibe. That's just me and how my (laughs) business works. So my page is super colorful, but it also matches me, my personality, who I am as a person. It's who they get. So I feel like me just being myself, being welcoming, warm, and also just really taking the time to get to know who my customers are, what do they like? What makes them happy? And if I can do like small things to elevate that, then that is yeah. what I choose to do. I'm definitely going to have to place an order. I am so <laughs> intrigued by this. Maybe we'll hold off on the cotton candy for my yeah, order. That's but fine. That's fine. Most people do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And you're that's in amazing. Atlanta, so I cannot wait. I'm just thinking. Like, yes. I'm I'm order. I love cookies. Oh, oh yeah. You can break open like I love yeah. a good feeling. That sounds So amazing. it's called like a pinata cookie and a pinata cookie yeah. is um, like a 3D cookie that cracks open and then it has sprinkles and glitter and oh everything my inside. That is so fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I I know oh. what I'm having for my next, <laughs> next exactly. Everyone can get a cookie, okay? <laughs> I love that. I love that. So so for me, I think what differentiates like 
our company from other, say, people in the beauty space is that ours is geared towards the lifestyle. So by having a, a beauty line that is holistic, what I like to say intentional, mm. each of our products, we craft it as a ritual, a self-care ritual in and of itself. So we'll have affirmations on our bottles. We'll have um, the names are intentional. So even some of our naming is based on different uh, goddesses and like Oshun goddess. And, 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 and we have a whole line based on that. And then we, we kind of match it up. I mean, I'm based in Atlanta, so this works more so for my Atlanta clientele, but it's something that I feel like our customers like. They like the the personal lifestyle aspect of our brand. We just did a hair chat in Whole Foods where we actually talked about vitamins. So we talk about the internal and external ways of living your hair, best hair life, basically, because it is both. And our whole thing, even if I'm going to sell you the best skincare you've ever used, you still should look at your your intake of food and water. So I do consultations around that if people need some help with their hair growth, with their skin and, and their lifestyle and their businesses. So yeah. all of the <laughs> yeah. things. Well, beauty, health, and wealth are like the three areas. And even that's a, a lot. You know, sometimes I'm, I'm like, my Gemini self is getting me in trouble. But um, <laughs> ah, that's so funny. <laughs> but, but those are the the, the three areas that we, uh, we focus on. Love that. Yes, ma'am. All right. Well, my next question, what tips or resources do you each have for someone who is looking to start their own online business? Uh, for me, I just think, Every small business is so different. The mm -hmm. rules are different. The requirements are different. The licensing. But I do think my biggest suggestion would be to just really do your research before. And, and I think it's important to also know exactly what direction you want to go. All of those things need to happen before you like really get going. I think it makes your the process easier and it gets you started quicker if you are not learning along the way as much as possible. That's kind of what I would suggest. Learn as much upfront to avoid hiccups along the way. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would echo that, Chelsea, definitely. Um, you mentioned YouTube University earlier, and I'm a big fan. I'm always like, man, yeah. I wish I had this when I was younger. <laughs> it's so cool that you can just go on YouTube and pretty much learn anything like at this mm -hmm. point. Um, but also don't be afraid to like meet with an expert, you know, like- yeah. Schedule a consultation with someone at least, or like, um, I know I have something on my Instagram called buy me coffee, where you can do like a $5 or plus donation and like ask a question, you know, like you can make that as specific or general as possible. It's a really good like, idea. Look at the people who are doing what you want to do in a successful mm -hmm. way. And, you know, shoot your shot. I always say, don't be shy to shoot your shot. Like <laughs> do a little brand flirting first. Like maybe you like some of their posts or, you know, comment here or there, but like, I am not ashamed to find somebody on LinkedIn and send them a message or like, you know, DM them on Instagram and just yeah. Hey, I really love what you do. Like, is there a way I can get some time on your calendar and, and pick your brain? Because like you said earlier, Chelsea, like trying to avoid some of the pitfalls, like the yeah. best way I think to do that is to ask someone who's already done it. Yeah, I agree. And sometimes you'll get someone will be willing to help you. Like there's a lot of people who do not so want to share. A lot of people there's a lot of people who gatekeep, but you can find genuine people who know that there is plenty of for everyone you know there may be a yeah. fee but it's worth it if you're investing in your business you know mm -hmm. to at least try mm -hmm. yeah I agree. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I agree with that 
a, a thousand percent as someone who spent a lot of money on coaching, like whatever you can get, that's that's a beautiful thing. Because I think when you're taking your business online, especially there are some people who are still not super techie, like like sometimes we're coming from mm-hmm. different perspectives. But I guess what I would say is if you can get you a good iPhone or camera and, and document everything, because as they say, whatever you're doing is content, right? Yes. But I think the way you... <laughs> The way you present it matters, though. So to the point of having like digital marketing sort of person, some sort of strategist, in the, if you're good yourself, just deciding what you want to, what do you want to convey to the world? I've seen other beauty companies, for example, who do a great job documenting things, but they're there in their kitchen with these little tiny, look like panties on making product. I'm like, I do not want to <laughs> eat. I mean, not eat. I do not want to use your beauty products. You're in the kitchen and you're looking almost too casual or you're, you're, you're not, you're looking like you guys get what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I really it, it's all about that branding. Yeah. Yeah. And I pray. I'm representing not your business. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and so thinking about like, what, what impression do I want to give my target person and my target person? What impression do I want to be that polished person? Do I want to be relatable? Do I want to be glam? Do I want to be whatever? And literally it's like theater to the extent you are still authentically you, but the way that you present is a little bit of that, I think. So I, I, I would say that keep that in mind, be authentic all day, but just sort of keep in mind, like what, how you're presenting. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Well, my last question before we wrap up for this afternoon, what advice would you share with your younger self before entering a career in entrepreneurship? Ooh. Somebody else go first, please. <laughs> you are going to be so tired. Like, <laughs> not even advice. I would just have a warning sign to myself. Like, get re- I've never, I've never worked so hard for something in my life. I don't think. Um, yeah. Outside of like trying to be the best mom, this is the second, and it's hard to manage your life, all the outside things on top of business. So I think just getting really good at multitasking and just being able to handle whatever comes at you, take a deep breath and just think of all your options and the best way to handle it. And I think that's just the best you can do. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would tell my younger self to trust her instincts. You know, um, for a long time, I didn't tell people what I did because I did. I knew other people that did it and I didn't want them to think that I was stepping on their toes or trying to infiltrate their space. But at some point I had to realize for me, this is like a God given destiny. And like, I can't yeah. say no to my purpose to satisfy someone else. Like if they have an insecurity, that's on them. I have to shine as bright as I can. Yeah. And can't shrink unapologetically. Yeah and trust my gut when I'm making decisions. Because like I said, I started off in the fashion industry and that's still very much a part of what I do, but it's so much more than that now. And if I had limited my beliefs within myself, I don't even know, like I'd probably be working retail somewhere versus being able to have the luxury of owning a company. Yeah. And enjoy your time. You don't have to be apologetic for who you are. Right. I love that. Oh my gosh. Like that is, that is exactly what what I would say. Like listening to ourselves, like just understanding what entrepreneurship is and what it isn't. I mean, I, I, I in the beginning, people were like, you're not Essence Street. And I'm like, I am Essence Street. I am Essence Street. But really when you mature, 
I guess in your business journey, it's a journey of self-discovery, of course. So it's like you're going to hit these comfort zones. It's a part of the cycle. It's a part of the process. Don't be alarmed when you have depression some days. Some days you have extremely high highs. Some days will be extremely low lows. That part. It's, it's yeah. a part of the process. It's not personal. And then that way you don't go into your sort of like, oh my gosh, it's me. It's not you. Yeah. It happens to all of us. We're a special breed of people. Yeah. It's happening to all of us and understand each cycle you're going to grow and grow and grow because all of us on here can share a story of where we were, and how we dreamed to be doing what we're doing today. Maybe not since we were kids. I didn't know I would be an entrepreneur. That wasn't my dream, at least. Yeah. But early in our business, we were like, what if we can really take it to a point of here? And yeah. chances are we're at that point right now. And, and now we have a new dream. So there's these cycles in which we kind of get through our comfort zone to get to the current dream, but then we are birthed again into the greater level of it and the next level, the next level. So it's just, it's, it's, it's understanding that you will have to have some tenacity and some, some guts and grit, <laughs> but you can do it. It is possible. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So good and so true. Yeah. <laughs> your, and your your business is gonna um, change so many times. I saw a quote on Facebook once that said that the hardest thing about being a parent, and you can co-sign on this, Chelsea, yeah. is um, seeing all the different versions of your child. And your business is like your child sometimes. So you wow. Versions of okay, yes. when I got started. You know, it's like the toddler phase, and you're figuring it out. And adolescent, <laughs> it's like, true. You're like scared to do more than one thing. Like I did the same. I was like, I'm only gonna make this one type of cookies. And everyone's like, now look, now you do all this different stuff. But because I was, I had fear, and I was unsure of myself, and all that. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah, it's really, yeah. it's really cool sometimes to look back and see like how far you've come, and yeah. to know that you're the driving force behind that. Like it's kind yeah. of like a blessing and a curse because if something goes wrong, it falls on it's you. All on you. Yeah. So if something goes right. You're like, Yay. yes, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you got to celebrate all of the wins. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Big and small. Well, yeah. thank you, ladies, so much for your time today. This was yeah. a fantastic awesome. conversation. And awesome. I definitely benefited from this myself, which I, I love when I can take away mm -hmm. some wisdom and insight. And I'm so excited to see what this year has in store for each of you. Yes. Thank you so much, Madison. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Nice to meet you guys, too.